listening to Patrice's playlist. So you know the song that has been playing in the background for the first few episodes? It's called Run and Hide by my friend Bianca Rose, who is a UK singer-songwriter. And so guess what? On this episode, I get to actually sit down and we have a great chat. It's so, it's such a great conversation. And she and I hadn't really talked or been able to catch up, I think in at least over a year, if not more. And our story of how we even connected is pretty, pretty amazing. And so I cannot wait to share this conversation with you guys. She also shares some really great relationship nuggets and uh, some pointers if you are a singer, songwriter, uh, musician. I just think she's got some really great resources that you guys might want to uh, check out. So here we go. Enjoy my conversation with the beautiful and talented Bianca Rose. I need to run and hide. I am super excited to introduce to you one of uh, my friends, but more, she is just extraordinary in so many things. And she, you might know her because I've been talking about her a lot on my Instagram page um, as a singer, as a songwriter, um, and as an entrepreneur as well. And we'll kind of get into that and what that means and, and looks like. But um, I want to introduce to you all Bianca Rose. Hello. Hi. <laughs> All the way here in the UK, it's very dark. Oh. <laughs> so this is the thing. She's been so gracious because I actually told her the wrong time for this interview. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, yes, five hours, you know, some other kind of time. I literally, yeah. I mean, for you guys that don't know, I am shooting this basically I'm a little outside of Los Angeles, so I'm on that Pacific Standard Time. And she, you're, are you near London? What's um, that safe to say? Yeah. 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 So technically that is eight hours ahead of me. I was thinking seven and anyway, so she's super gracious, but um, thank you for being with us. Um, we haven't spoken for ages, so this can be our catch up. It is seriously. And yes, Ayana, we are now officially live on Facebook. So if you want to chime in on the chat on Facebook, we are there. Um, I want to just say a quick hello to Dustin. I see you. Osea, I see you. Jeannie, I see you. And Dee, what's up? Thanks for the support, you guys, for watching this live. And if you are watching this on replay, I don't want to forget about you. Just put hashtag replay in the comments. Um, and I go through these comments after the end of the videos and reply to you guys as well. And Bianca is free to answer anything that she wants to answer. If you have something that doesn't get answered that we can't get to because she's also a wife and a mom, you guys. Like she's doing all the things. And which kind of leads me to my first question. What does life look like for you right now in the midst of all this? I mean, I'm a homeschooling mum right now. Didn't, yeah. was not by choice, by force, is what is happening right now. And it's funny because before I had my, I've got a four-year-old and a six-year-old, they're about to be five and seven. No, four-year-old, yes, yeah, right, yeah. And um, when I was pregnant with my first, I was like, oh, I might homeschool, you know. I was all like crunchy and just like, yeah, I, <laughs> you know. And then as soon as I my children, school, school, we're going to find the best school. We're going to go to school, you know? Yes. So I'm, I'm living my homeschool dreams right now. <laughs> Are you? I'm not, no. <laughs> no, the dread of it, the dread is yes. worse than reality. Because actually we're having a good time together. Yeah. Like, it, it is quite bonding we're growing, we are, you know what I mean? Like we're, I feel like we are truly making memories that we, we wouldn't have otherwise made um, together. Obviously there's lots of times out and things like that, but the good outweighs the bad, you know? Awesome. Good. How's Kenny, your husband? That's her husband, everyone. And he's fine. I mean, his life goes on. He's doing, he's working from home in his little room, comes down in the evening, you know, he's fine. He's great. Um, I think he, I am a homebody, so yeah, um, self-isolating just feels like life. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hi, Ebony. 
Hey, what's the problem, guys? Um, is um, he likes to be out more often than not. So it's starting to where he needs to take those walks, you know, but he's fine. Awesome. Yeah, that's, I'm the same. I'm a homebody. So this is like, I was like, literally my routine is not changing. What's changed? I mean, if I didn't have, then it would be like, this is life. But um, normal life, but now it's like, okay, the work that I do, I have to do it on the weekends and in the yeah. evening. There isn't that time and I have to just uh, to give it to the girls and it's fine. Yeah. How is it, how is the, the climate, not just the weather, but I just mean like socially in the UK right now, in London with everything? Because I know we see stuff like on the news and, you know, and so I'm just curious because you're there, you're in the midst, like. I just came back from being at my city and just um, picking up some, to go, you know, some takeaway uh, food. And there was so there's so much tension, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, every, people have masks on and gloves and, but there's also, you can feel at least, you know, in my smaller city, this fear that's a little bit palpable, which I, when I'm in the shelter of my home, you know, and I'm playing worship music and I'm, I'm feeling peace and I'm talking to people like you. Um, and I don't watch the news constantly, you know, I'll get my, my daily update, you know, for, in my email of kind of like the major points, but I want to know from you, like, what's it like really? Uh, it's interesting. Cause I feel like when you're self isolating, your environment is the one that you create because Ooh. you're not with everyone else and um, impacting your atmosphere apart from what you intake via the news and social media and things like that. So I feel like you create your space. And I feel like for me, I think as with what you just said, I made a decision about two weeks ago that I might look at the headlines in the morning and then there's a government briefing in the evening. That's about it that I'm doing with Corona. I'm not, I'm not like with Corona. I'm doing it all day blow by blow because it does I think it inspires fear um I when I do venture out to do the shops and things like that I don't know I'm not sensing mad fear I think the British way is to kind of laugh a lot of things off where like you know but the you know the face masks I am really super cautious of everything and I think everyone's doing that um I think we, that stiff upper lip thing is real for us. And we just keep calm and carry on. But everyone, I think the news, the news is, you know, it inspires you to be afraid of where this can go. And I think managing that myself by just shutting the door to it more than not. Yeah. And for those that are listening, I feel like that's a really great piece of wisdom to really create healthy boundaries in terms of what you're listening to. Um, in this season, um, and you're going to have to kind of be hard-headed, disciplined, you know, in, and protective about creating those boundaries because, yeah, it, it's it's a little bit of, there's that tension you can you can feel that, but yeah, that's that's oddly encouraging to me. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that um, it's not to also dismiss like the the gravity of the situation because Absolutely. I think I've been aware of the fact that because this virus has not touched me or anyone that I know or my immediate environment, it can be quite easy for me to not take it as seriously as it is or as it, as it is for other people. Mm-hmm. Also, the, you know, I'm not in the age group or have the conditions where I would be most at risk and I don't really know many people who in my environment. It's easy for me to not lean into the fear and to yeah. be like, guys, but it's real for a lot of people. So um, um, I'm grateful to the NHS. I've got so many, I've got, I've got friends who are nurses and midwives who are there on the front lines. And I'm so grateful for them. Um, but yeah, the fear thing, I just think I just don't need it changing my day. So I am quite searching for sure about it at this point. Good. Y'all caught that. Yeah. I want to give some more shout outs. I saw some more people join us. Um, Aiden. Hello. Uh, Lorenzo, Michelle, hello, welcome. We are, you can see Bianca's beautiful face on Facebook. So on my Facebook page, we are currently going live. Uh, so if you have anything that you want to chime in and ask, uh, you can feel free um, or just enjoy our conversation because we are catching up and I love this one. Um, I'm just going to interject because I want people to know 
Um, everyone that's listening knows I'm, you know, a Christian and this is meant to inspire those in the faith space and outside of the faith space. Like we, I have friends that I love that are not believers that are not Christians. And I have friends that I love that are Christians. Um, but everyone that knows me, they know what's going to pour out of me, you know, is, you know, is this. And so I just preface that because it's kind of a God story of how I even met you. Um, and I want to just show people really quickly and Hey Russ, hello. Thank you for joining us. We're live actually on Facebook. Um, but I want to actually show people this picture that I saw of you. Um, <laughs> I saw of you, I think it might've been two years. Yeah. Let's see if I can do my technology thing. Cause I put this in a folder just for your interview. So stand by one second. Those that were with me last week with, uh, Mike, you saw how I pulled up those paintings. Well, I'm going to do the same thing for, uh, for Bianca because that was, it just kind of blew my mind. To kind of look at that yeah so here we go so there's this picture and then i have to there's a lot of technology that i'm trying to do for you guys so stand by stand by because i want that picture up we're gonna close that and i'm gonna share my screen and you let me know if you can see this picture in about three seconds oh yeah there it is <laughs> there it is i'm wearing the shirt and i actually wasn't intentional but i'm wearing ah! it and then when I was kind of getting myself together, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. I, I, honestly, it wasn't intentional at all. This is, this is a trip. Yeah. This is a trip. Okay, you guys. So this picture that you're seeing on your screen, and for those that are going to listen to this later um, as a podcast, I'll leave a link to this photo so you can see uh, what we're talking about in this segment, but in this portion. Um, I happened to see um, this photo and I was just like, oh my gosh, this girl is just gorgeous. And everything from the fashion, the hair, like the pose, the, like everything. And so I remember, um, I think I like I pinned this on Pinterest or something like that. And, and I left a comment because I have a, a board on Pinterest that uh, is basically like hair inspiration and like, you know, beautiful black beauties, like that type of thing. And I tagged this, I think probably like two years, okay, whatever, like two years before I met you. I know I kind of just, you know, gave the, the whole tagline to this whole thing. But so I saw this randomly on the internet, didn't know you from anyone. And then through, I'm just going to make this super condensed, <laughs> you guys, if you ever want to ask me this full story, <laughs> we could talk about it later. But through a series of events of me connecting with a church that wasn't even my home church in Camarillo during a time. <laughs> someone from Bianca's church was visiting this is all, you know, they're coming from London to LA. I happened to be at this church during that time, connect with them and then end up going uh, to do a ministry type trip in London and, and help serve at this conference. And then I see, I randomly, I see Bianca because she's a friend of the friend that I met in LA that is from London. And I see Bianca and I was like, why do I like <laughs> She looked so, you know, it was like the deja vu, the, the stereotypical deja vu. And it was her. It was the girl that I had clicked on that I just felt like, too, there was so much life on you. I didn't even know what you did. I mean, I'm drawn to music anyway, but didn't know any of that. And God supernaturally connected us about two, maybe, maybe a year after. Um, <laughs> Ebony says she loves that shirt. She loves your shirt. Um, <laughs> hi, Brooke. Hi, Greg. Um, but like that has happened to me, I think on one other random occasion where the Lord has supernaturally, I've seen someone from afar, didn't know them. And then I bump into them and then they be, it becomes this incredible, um, like testimony and relationship to like, to my heart. And so I just wanted to give you guys that are listening the backstory. Um, like she's just not, I mean, no one's just a regular person, like, but she's just not a regular person. To me, um, she's literally like a sign and a wonder. And um, I know we don't have time to get into it tonight or today, but you and Kenny are literally one of my um, favorite couples on the planet. Like you are just one of my favorite couples on the planet. And when I say that you are a sign and a wonder, it's so funny, like you are the gift that keeps on giving. Like I thought like the sign and wonder 
was just meeting you like in person, this person that I'd seen, I didn't, there was no name attached to this picture, by the way, everyone, there was no, it was just her photo. And, and then the fact that, oh, you're, you're a singer, you're a songwriter, you're an artist. Oh, and you're a woman of faith. You love God. Oh, and, and it just, and it just kept expanding. And then when I got to spend time with you and Kenny, just a couple years back, I was just like, yeah, Jesus, I want, I want this. And so I say all that, like, you, what would be, I want us to at some point, and I'm gonna have to interview you again, Bianca, on season two or three of this, <laughs> because I want, I want relationship advice. I love talking about relationships. I've been like, you know, the perpetual single person forever, but the Lord has kept my heart from becoming bitter. And I love celebrating love. I love celebrating godly romance. And my, one of my other questions that I want to lead into, and I promise we will talk about music, everyone, <laughs> if you have music <laughs> questions, um, go ahead. I will hit that up. And I'm going to actually- stuff is just as fun, if not more. So, you know, I'm sure everyone is totally fine with talking about this too. Okay, good. Okay. I hope everyone is. Hey, Sarah, welcome. We are on Facebook. If you guys want to chime in um, and join us there. But um, also because I'd like for you to sing at my wedding. I don't know if I told you this. Yeah. No, but yes. Yes, girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. You so, you know, you can pray about that if you're open to that, but I would no, love. Pray about it. I'm there. I'm there. You heard it here first, everyone. She's going to be singing at my wedding. Um, and because I, the reason being, I so like look up to your marriage and just your relationship. And I know nothing is perfect. I'm not under any illusion. Yeah, I'm just like, girl. <laughs> No, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not under that illusion, but like, what would be some good marriage advice that you know now, now that you've been married, let us know how long you've been married. And you know, you, you mentioned that you have kids. Um, and then after you give us a marriage advice, I want you to give me some dating advice. Like what should I be looking for that? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So this year will be our 10th year wedding anniversary. <gasps> Ten years. Oh, I know it's mad. And um, advice, marriage advice. I we have really long haul thinking. Like we're in this, so it's a decision that we made, and we're not. I'm making that decision. So it. Wow. It. So then, when we're going through something, we know this. We've just got to go through that thing because Ooh. we're not going anywhere, are we? So. You know, so it does help you to have a long vision when the the today things are happening. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, there's that. Um, also, that I think, because well, we're starting to um, do a lot of pre-marriage counselling, like couples who are engaged and married, yes. um, newly newlyweds. And what what we're discovering, and what we, it's true for us, is that compatibility has very little to do with longevity in a marriage. Like, what? there's that go like, oh, you know, compatibility, how compatible or not compatible you are, is, it bears very little on how, you, how, how much you're going to make it. It's your ability to be able to work on the stuff and to, mm-hmm. and to decide that you're gonna, you're gonna put in the work in your relationship, work on yourself, dig in. Those are the things, your, your ability to grow in that yeah. is what's really going to keep you in the long on the long run not even the fact that you're the same or you've got the same interests or you know like you just talk the same way i mean we're just <laughs> that stuff is like it's very far down on the list of oh. in terms of relationships that work and yeah. so my thing would be to look for somebody that is willing to do the work and who's like quite real about the fact that you know marriage is um something that you have to put your best effort in and it's a joy to do that and and the reward is that we'll we'll still be doing this year on year on year and hopefully we'll be getting better for it that's what i would say that is wow that's brilliant like uh wow so compatibility you know in terms of a lot of times what we're looking for what we think we're attracted to is not the thing that necessarily keeps yeah, me, me and Kenny couldn't be more different. I know that when I say something, I literally know the opposite <laughs> that he has. He's going to say that. He's going to explain 
everything, everything he does is opposite, you know. But he's an outward processor. I am not. Um, everything. We're just completely the opposite human. But we love each other and we love um, the things that we love about each other aren't the things that are the same, you know. Uh-huh. That, uh, his qualities that I love are not the ones that I have or are my strengths, you know. And um, we're really different. He's, you know... We're still good because he, you know, he's a very patient guy and yeah. we're just good. He's just a very patient guy who does, who's like, he teaches me to do the work. He teaches me to be patient. I'm, I'm, I'm better because of him, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. Like I, how can you find out if someone, like what would be some clues if someone is willing to put in the work in the, like if you're in the dating phase, like what kind of clued you in? when you were dating Kenny that he would be willing mm. to work. Yeah, I mean look, we I didn't have clues. Not until we were engaged because we broke up a lot of times. Uh-huh. We broke sometimes like the person who he is and who I felt that um God was showing me he was wasn't actually the person that was in front of me when we were going out. So I could like see when he was going to break up with me. You know, I could see the I could see the breakup about to happen. Oh, okay. oh, there we go. Yeah, bye. You know, and yeah, oh. yeah. Um, because I think for him there was an ideal. There was a thing of like when I'm when I meet the person, it's going to yeah. be great and it's going to be amazing. Whereas when we met, we were just like there was a lot of we had really real conversations, so it it was a lot of kind of friction. Mm-hmm. But then felt that this was right and it was God, so it was weird. Mm-hmm. So I think for him, there was a, there was a growing into the fact that our relationship was going to be great, but it's not always going to be easy. And that's also mm-hmm. God. But as soon as we, be, we were engaged, when we eventually got to that place, like he, he was the person he always was. I, I was able to see who, who he really was because he would say the place of um, like, it's us forever. Um, so I would say that I don't know, yeah. um, always like in that moment, I think for me, it's a lot to do with my relationship with the Lord. And I, it was weird when we broke up, I didn't feel peace, even though I was like, I don't understand why you want me to be this guy because this isn't working. Yeah. So my journey is a lot to do with like, Lord, you have to steer this because I don't know where it's going. Wow. Um, um but I do think that trying to look, I mean, when we, when we do pre-marriage counseling, like you can kind of tell, it's weird how much you can tell when things are, oh, this is not going to work out. So mm. you have this thought. And I think it's a lot to do with the ability to be able to work together and, and to be mature about stuff and like the love and the sparks and all that, all of that. It's like, okay, cool. That's going to be there. You know, mm-hmm. when you're at each other or you're in those, like, yeah. okay, cool that's that but it's 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 how you're interacting and how you're willing to grow and there's there's lots of that sort of thing that I think is really important um yeah that's so good that's so good that I know some of y'all are getting this relationship wisdom with me as well I just appreciate that like uh there's I want to keep going on that but like I'm going to save that for season two or season three because Okay, he'll come in. He's he's great. Like he's yes. the, the guru guy, like Enneagram, you know, and he teaches okay. me to when we're doing pre-marriage catching, but Bianca, just listen for when you want to talk, just then just decide to listen for a bit longer. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, he's very good. He's the guy. You, you want to get him on. He's oh well, yeah. Okay, season two, we're gonna get Kenny. We're gonna get Kenny. And then I think season three we'll do you both together. Because I wanna get I wanna I want to yeah. see, like, I'm getting the female perspective. I like to yeah. get the male perspective. Yeah. And then I want yeah. to see your dynamic. Yeah. Got a lot of gems. He's great. Wow. Cool. Well, gosh, you guys know that, like, that's my jam when we start talking about relationships and people that are in it and that she's still smiling, everyone. Like, she's actually, like, she's still, it seems like she's still in love. Like, I do. Like, it's not, it's not easy all the time, but I do. I'm, like, I'm, I am grateful for for him and who he is and I know that like 
he's a great guy and I'm blessed and I'm like Lord you've you've done me you've done me a solid you did me good <laughs> <laughs> know what I've got and he's he's good people yeah in that awful lot more but he is he's great Ah, uh, see yes give me all the love all the shout outs for you man well okay I want to get into your music now um we're gonna start rounding this uh interview up a little bit but man when I first heard your voice, like the texture of your voice, to, to me, there's nothing like it on planet earth. I mean, you might sound like someone or someone might sound like you, but man, I mean, a lot of us have listened to a lot of music and there's something when, you know, there's a voice that's distinctive, it stands out and not only does it stand out, but it, it moves your soul and it touches your spirit and your voice does that. And so for anyone that's not listened to any of Bianca's music i would highly encourage you to to check that out but i'd love for you to share a little bit of how did you discover your voice and and then lead us into this company this collective that you have now called i am independent as well okay um thank you for the compliment and i really appreciate it because my voice is a thing that i i I have more confidence in it now, but it's the thing that I have the least confidence in with, with regards to my musical journey. Really? Um, and I kind of bury myself in songwriting and making sure that I write, you know, the best songs because then, if anything, at least the song, the lyric, the music, the journey, that's going to impact you even if my voice doesn't. And that's kind of what I, I more believe that early on in my journey. And I'm, I've grown to love my voice. But it's just because it's, so, it's different from what you expect from somebody who looks like me. I, I, I wanted the big voice to do all the things. I can do the new things, you know what I mean? But I can't do all the things. So, You're doing I, things. You are doing things. She's doing things. I, thing, but do you know what I mean? I, I, I can't just think of anything that I want to do vocally and just do it. You know what I mean? There's limitations. It just is. Um... So I, I started wanting, you know, I grew up and I wanted to be a barrister. I wanted to be, I wanted to do law. Um, and I think I just said it and then I decided. And then when I, when I was young and I kept on saying it, people were impressed. You know, it was impressive. Yeah. So I was on that track. <laughs> and I was university and I started doing it. And I was like, no, yeah, no, this is not what I want to do. Yeah. And then kind of the only thing that I always loved to do was music. So I started down that track. I quit uni. Started to do music, wrote some awful R&B, and you know, eventually was given a guitar that changed the game. Started writing songs. When? How old were you when you started? Get, when you got the guitar? About twenty-two, twenty-three, something like that. Mm -hmm. A bit later in the day, usually. You know, what I mean, people yeah. start earlier, but yeah, I just started teaching myself, and yeah, and then just going into this whole independent journey of just wanting to find a way to do this music thing. I wanted to be a star. I wanted to be famous, basically. Yeah. Drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and um, I'm continuing on and finding God in my journey and him speaking to me about it, that this desire is not just mine. It's something mm. he wants. This, this community and this industry is a part of the journey that he has for me really has helped me to stay in it. And grounded mm -hmm. very hard so um i've just been making music for a long time i took a long break got a bit discouraged and depressed um then i got married had the girls and then still feeling like i'm still supposed to be doing this like how am i doing this with a family now it's like seriously this is not the time you should have been telling me do you know what i mean it yeah, was yeah, the yeah. yeah 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 but i feel like it's been he it's more for now because i have a family and because i have children wow because there's so many women and girls and just young people, all different ages who like, when they feel like they don't want to do it, they say, yeah, but Bianca's doing it. Bianca's, you know, when they feel like it's so hard, they tell me like, yeah, but Bianca's got two kids and she's, she's doing the music thing. So I feel like part of me doing it in this season is to help others to live out their dream, whatever season they are, if they feel wow. like it feel like it's for them then you can there's a grace for it if you're in the season you're supposed to be doing something um mm. so yeah and so out of that out of the difficulty of 
creating music, releasing music, touring, doing all those sorts of things and doing it alone, I wanted to create an environment where um, anybody else who is doing it alone is able to find community. You can be independent, unsigned, uh-huh. but you don't have to be alone in the journey. So myself and my business partner have created a, a company called I Am Independent, where we create content and we do workshops and we do some coaching and all sorts of different things to help independent artists to grow. And if they have a question, if they want to find something out, hopefully our business and our platforms, they'll be able to find that answer and that support. We get in, um, industry experts in. We A lot of what we do is sharing from other artists. So we get other artists in, we interview them, our podcast things. And it's just something that is just for independent artists, you know, because wow. usually find artists are the ones that get the attention and the love and the um, help. And we are generally the bottom of the pack, but we're the ecosystem and we just want to help that. Um, so yeah, we're just elevating the independent artists. I love that. Oh, so where can people find out more about um, I Am Independent? Are you guys on the socials and things? We're mainly on Instagram. And there we are, we are, our handle is we are independent artists. We have a website, I am independent.co.uk. Um, we have a Patreon page. We've got, we've got all the things you, you'll be able to find us. You can yeah. find us through my socials as well. So, And is it yeah. mainly for UK artists or how does that work or people in Europe or how does that work? It's for artists anywhere. Obviously we are in the UK, so in terms of face-to-face and how we can help artists and um, one-on-one, it's a UK thing, but we're, and we're why we run workshops as well. Um, but we're trying to um, transition into doing online workshops so that anyone can tap in at, in, at any time. And yeah. it's, it's everywhere. The information is not um, UK specific at all. Um, you know, an independent artist in the UK is the same as an independent artist in another country. And, we need the same help it's just as difficult and all these different things yes yes so for all of you musicians that are listening to this and um those that know you know people that are out there on their grind and also trying to tour but need a sense of community as well i would highly recommend you guys linking up with bianca and also i am independent um just such a great resource um i want to know if you could do anything right now what would it what would it be well, career-wise or just like in this moment uh let's go with both okay well in this moment i would be at a restaurant or something you know <laughs> i mean good food so, can you believe that it's like oh that's the thing you'd want to do right now it's like not possible like yeah i'd be sitting somewhere i'd be eat, i'd be at the, my favorite nigerian restaurant come on come on eat that food yeah um, career-wise I feel like I'm doing what I want to be doing I just want to be doing it better and be more centrally in the things that I'm doing you know um I feel like being an artist and helping artists are the things that I love to do so I don't know if I'd be doing anything else to be fair sorry I like that um you mentioned earlier that you and your husband helped to do like pre-marriage counseling um, I just want to touch on that for people that have never even heard of that. Like, what does that mean? Well, there's, I think it's interesting because for every other thing we want to do in life, right? Yeah. We kind of, ourselves, or we just kind of get a bit of help with that. You know what I mean? But we want to get married and we believe we want to do that forever. But yet we're just going to do that thing. So we kind of, there are couples who like want to help to make a success of their desire and decision to spend the rest of their lives together and we kind of help with that and couples come to see us and we just chat through stuff you know um they it's not really us we 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 as much as we can like to be a fly on the wall in a way and facilitate a conversation here about about things that maybe they're not talking about yet yeah um, but are important you know like your histories and your expectations, like not even knowing that, you know, you grew up in a house where 
your mum always took the bin out and your dad always washed the car. Exactly. And that family, it was the opposite. And then you come in, you don't know why you're arguing about these silly things, but it's not silly because your expectations are, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So we just kind of, for the most part, if we can, it's facilitating, uh, facilitating a conversation between those two yeah. to be able to talk and talk through heart stuff. Uh-huh. And if there are actual issues, then we, we hope to be help to those things. Um, um, and people who are married as well, just helping yeah. people to have successful relationships. And, and even to work out whether marriage is what they want to do, you know, sometimes it seems like a great idea. <laughs> is it a new idea? Is it, is, it, is it for you guys, you know? Oh, that's good. It's really, it's quite sobering work sometimes. Yeah. You've had whoa scenarios. Um, but yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, when that question came out of my mouth, I was kind of like, Holy spirit, why am I asking that when we're just talking about music? And, and as you were talking, I was actually getting some clarity, by the way, hi Fabian, thank you for watching. Um, but I was getting some clarity as you were talking because what I, what I love about you and Kenny is that you have such a beautiful way of your careers and your personal relationship and the intimacy that you have as a couple, like it, there is such a beautiful weaving together of it. But even though they're two separate things, like, you know, music, you know, that career, but then also your marriage. And, and I see that you guys, you know, I, again, I know it's not perfect, but like you, you do it in such a way that, I mean, I'm trying to glean wisdom and learn from that, but like how, how influential is it to have a healthy relationship as you are an artist pursuing this God-given dream that is, you know, larger than life, larger than you. And yet, how do you continue with like healthy, like, how do you, can, how do you do that dance very well? Um, because um, I'm, I'm, I feel there's some artists that'll come upon this interview and they're getting the, the whole like, okay, I need to tour. I need to do this, blah, 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 the logistics, blah, blah, blah. But then like their relationships are a mess. And they're isolated and they're lonely. And so how have you been able to kind of create health within that space, spiritually speaking and emotionally speaking? I suppose we're still, um, obviously, work in progress goes without saying. Um, I think where career is concerned, I, I just remember a time, I can't remember how many years ago it was, where I felt like I would say, like, you know, whatever you say no to, like, for family you won't it won't be a loss for you you know and so I take that as like you know if if this isn't if this is not if I've been doing too much or this is not gonna be good for us it's fine I'm not gonna do it wow fine it will will be fine I don't I don't have any kind of yeah I just don't it will be fine I work god there'll be another opportunity or that wasn't for me or God's just going to make it right. It's just going to be good. So I don't have a problem saying no to stuff. Wow, that's good. Us. Um, my thing is like saying no and trying to go, oh, it's because of the family, but yeah. really, um, well, yeah. I'm afraid. But, you know, yeah. there's also... Um, I think I'm really fortunate to have someone like Kenny who I, I'm, a, I'm more assessing of the risk of the situation and he's quite a risk taker. So when things come up, opportunities he's like okay how can we make that happen and i'm like no 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 he's gonna take me to school and he's the one so he is really supportive um and i'm thankful for that um so there's that yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, i think of the rest of your question how do we make it work i i just i just don't hold on to my career stuff too tightly that's that's just the way you know, I'm, I go in, I'm about it. I've got goals. I make my plans with my manager and, we, and I work hard. I want to do the thing, but it's not number one. There was a time before marriage where my career was so important to me. It was like the most important thing, really. Yeah. And somebody telling me, oh, right. uh, a few years later, like, oh, I just thought you were so obsessed with your career. I was like, oh my gosh. So oh, wow. In my heart anymore, and I think that's important um, because it helps me to make decisions in 
a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I'm hearing you say is like, you're becoming very clear of what's the priority for your heart. Like what God is like giving you gift wise. You're very cognizant of what the gift is in family and in your marriage and, and things fall in line after that priority. But I find it oddly enough when you're not holding on so tightly to the gift is actually when it flourishes beyond what you could try to make it on your own. Exactly, because you're trying to make it something usually. And it doesn't take away from working hard and actually partnering with the vision and with God to, you know, God's not just going to do the thing. I've got to do the thing. Yeah. Um, so I have to work hard and I have to, when I don't feel like it or, you know, times like now where I can't work during the day and I have to work at night. Can you, listen, when you had a long day, yeah, and then you've got to go and put in a shit at, at like eight o'clock they don't want to go to bed um yeah and like okay i've just still got to do that <laughs> otherwise yeah. forward, you know so they i do have to put the work in but it's it's just not a god to me anymore and there was a time when my career was my god and that wow yeah that phrase but it was true yeah, yeah. and i was in pursuit of like no this is the vision and i feel like i've got vision for it but it was yeah. like every waking moment this is what was on it this is all that was important to me I feel conviction. Like I just feel such beautiful, sweet conviction just because I, as an independent entrepreneur as well with together, good, this company, that's like this entertainment and media company. And I just felt like it's a gift the Lord gave me. But again, I felt like the Lord's like, it's not going to take the place of me. Don't obsess. When you said that word obsess, my heart just got clicked. I was like, (laughs) um, and because I'm a three on the Enneagram and we can talk about that later. Uh, okay, I wouldn't. I would. You're you're healthy three. You don't Thanks. Do, you know what I mean, like this. I usually can detect a three. Like I can. Tell. I know. Just don't give me three vibes at. <laughs> no, I know. It, all those three vibes that would. Be <laughs> I have gone through some inner healing. I have done a lot of inner healing in my twenties, so that I think helped. But for those that don't know about the Enneagram, um, I'll leave a link. Um, as well in these comments so you guys can know what we're talking about. It is, uh, I had another guest uh, talk about the Enneagram, but what's your succinct way? How do you and Kenny describe, you know, the Enneagram? Enneagram. Like he's the Enneagram guru. Like he's been taught, he's like under tutelage with the actual gurus of this thing. This is but, amazing too. He's the guy to tell you, <laughs> you know, sub this and that. Yeah, and I don't know all that. I don't know all that. It's real surface, but it's a, it's a system of, understanding yourselves and other and other people i think yeah and it and it's really really helpful it's helped our marriage so much my children like identifying who we might who what type we think they are and then speaking to them in a way that is kind of their language yeah yeah friends so good like my business us understanding each other and knowing like i just know how she's gonna react yeah yeah it's just really helpful it's just really helpful to understand others like it's helped Um, and to understand myself i'm a one harder myself you know and it's just i have the inner critic like doesn't anybody doesn't everyone have a voice in their head telling them that they crap all the time oh no Um, so four i thought you were a four i'm high four i'm high four but i am one wow the whitest one you'd ever meet. Um, <laughs> so, like, learning that and learning how to, like, interact with Kenny um, and knowing when, like, my oneness is, like, hurting people around me is simple. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, I'm I, a language right now. People, people who don't I know any ground. Uh, I, I know. But anyone that's been around... Yeah, they, it's, it's becoming more and more known. I'm literally, we'll give you the links, all the things. I'll leave you links to Bianca's uh, social media pages as well. Um, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, thank you for listening. And I'll make sure that you guys have those in the show notes uh, as well afterwards. But we're in closing. We just have a few more minutes left. And my <laughs> last question that I start asking folks is what's on your playlist now today? Ooh, what's on my playlist now? Dude, let me have a look. Yeah. Just have real time. Okay, so I discovered this guy called Nils from N I L S. That's his first name. Uh-huh. F R A 
HM. Discovered him like instrumental, but the most beautiful piano, instrumental music. Lovely, 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 gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Ooh. Him today. Then Forever Amen, Stephanie Gretzinger, yep. lashing right now. <laughs> and there was an alarm going off next door, in the house next door where I live. An alarm that was going off all night. <laughs> so the only way, and the people moved out. The people are not living there, and there's alarm. So the only way for us to drown it out at night was you couldn't just put music on. You had to put ambient music because ambient music and an alarm. Ambient music cancels out an alarm because it becomes part of the white noise. So yeah, I've got an ambient music playlist that's been running oh my last night until the alarm. That's my other thing I've been listening to. Just saying. Oh my gosh! I'm, wow! Uh, is that a <laughs> Is it done? Is it is it fit? Oh, let, me see, let me see. Let me see what else is there. Recently played. Um, oh no, that's not recently played. That's new. If we trust you. What's on your playlist? We want to know. We trust. Am I loving? I love. Um, uh, I love this guy called um, Charlie Berg vibes. It's kind of like, ah, uh, he's an R and B but indie and cool. Love him. Been playing a lot in my car. I mean, look, this is this list will tell me all the real tea. Eloise, and that a British singer, she's so good. Like she's so, so good. She's jazzy, plays piano. She supported Bruno Major and she was in his band for a bit. Bruno okay. Major? You got him? Major. Ah! Bruno, not Mars, Major. So lovely. You need um, Bruno Major, Eloise, those are the two that you need to check out. Like, ah, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. You did it. I mean, I've got lots. See, that's what we needed. I will, I will leave a link at least to two of those artists um, on these comments, and again in the show notes when they come out. Um, Bianca, our time is is done. Oh, it's up. It was so good. <laughs> I mean, the time flew by, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did. Will you come back and hang out? With again? We've got so much more to talk about. I think we must do this again. Yeah, please. Absolutely. And the next time, I hope to tell you the correct time. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. What are you going to do for the rest of your day? Um, probably show sneak, get all the previews of this conversation, start uploading a lot of the stuff as I love it. It's just on the computer, at home, at home. I mean, what yeah. else are we doing? Right yeah. Guys? Yeah. The next time we talk, we won't be in quarantine. That's what we know for sure. Listen. I mean, we do know that for sure, don't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you. Like, I'm obsessed with you. You already know this. I've told you this to your face. Um, but the run and hide, because I just discovered your run and hide, um, the, the live version that you did that's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like on repeat right now for me. Like, I just that, when you sing live and again i told i mentioned this to everyone else if mm, her voice the texture am i wrong <laughs> like the texture of her voice i mean you're hearing her speak now but i mean her singing voice it is what yeah singing voice doesn't sound like <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't a dissident anyway but like she i'm gonna use a real churchy word everyone a real churchy word but her voice is anointed just meaning um (laughs) favored by the lord but you can sense the presence of god uh in it and i was going to ask you a question about one of your songs that just came out but i blood in the water yes what was that about yeah well, it's funny we've been talking about relationships because basically it's just about, you know, you're going through the tough stuff and you're committed. Like, you're not going anywhere, but you're just like, but this is, this is impossible. Like, I'm not going anywhere, but it's impossible. Like, you're committed, but you're conflicted. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so it's just about that. And it's like, when things are really tricky, you, you, you're unable or it's really difficult to see the good stuff. So there's a part in the course where it says, um, letting go seems easier to do than stay and work it out with you. We're scrutinizing the bad and the good till we've missed all the low hanging fruit. And you can't see it. You can't see the good stuff. You can't see the literal low hanging fruit, the stuff you can just pick and eat and it's sweet and amazing yeah. because you just got all the stuff in the way. So 
it's just about that space really okay on season two where i i have so many more questions this is great i love you bianca thank you for spending time with us today um i'm praying blessing over you and your family as you stay healthy and safe and enjoy and in peace i love you my darling thank you so much love you and all the best to your face and everything you're doing i am not alone oh my goodness this conversation it just made me smile oh my goodness and especially the story that i shared about how i saw a picture of bianca like a year and a half or two years before i even met her um you know we just see a ton of images but sometimes something just speaks to you or you know a picture of someone speaks to you so profoundly and it's crazy to then happen upon that person thousands of miles away from home you know in another country and you meet the person that you saw in this picture at, at this random time. I mean, like, let's talk about divine connections. You know, do you guys like, you know what I mean? When I say divine connections, like God connections, when he is putting someone in your path and you you are cognizant, you are aware of it, that's a real thing. I mean, I'd love to hear if you've had that happen to you. I love hearing about divine connections and God connections. Uh, let me know on Instagram or on my social media, um, you can find me at Together Good Co. And again, any links or anything that we referenced in this podcast, you can find um, in my show notes, um, especially on my website as well, Together Good Co. Um, you can just look under podcast. And this is episode four of season one. So yeah, just uh, let Bianca know what you thought of our conversation. She's incredible, just so incredible. And like I said, I'm obsessed with her voice. Um, and her music, she's just one to kind of, not kind of, but one to watch for sure. So anyway, I just want to thank you guys for just hanging with us in this conversation. Um, and again, if something blessed you, let me know. I'd love hearing feedback from you and, um, let me know what resonated with you. Uh, it's just so cool to get feedback. So anyway, I will see you guys or you'll hear from me. I love how I keep saying, see you guys. I don't know if you can see me. I mean, you can see this actually on YouTube. If you want to see us in action and giggling and being crazy, you can actually see that. I keep forgetting to mention that to you guys. You can watch these interviews on YouTube as well, which is super fun. Um, but yeah, I will see you guys on the next episode until then. Uh, be blessed. You're in my prayers and I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.